Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new edition of Rams Revealed. I'm your host, J.B. Long, and our guest today factored heavily into a Week 1 victory in the Pacific Northwest over the Seattle Seahawks. He is 23 years of age, beginning his second professional season. Please welcome uh, corner Darion Kendrick to the yes, program yes, for the first yes, time. DK, what's up? How you doing? How you doing? I'm good. How's your first victory Monday of 2023? Uh, feel good. Uh, you know, a bunch of no names. Uh, faceless. Faceless guys out there on the defense and, and the offense, to be honest. So, uh, it's what we expected for real. Just going out there, letting it all loose and showing the world what we can do. Tell me a bit more about no names. What are you um, referencing there? <laughs> uh on the offensive side, uh, Matt Stafford, uh, Rob Havenstein, and that's really it. Like to be honest, that's really you know playing the league long time, flash, you know stuff like that. And then on the defense side, it's just AD. Um, you know everybody else young, haven't really proved themselves in the, in the league, and it still got more to prove. So, all right, given that. Tell me your perspective on what happened yesterday. How did you guys pitch a second-half shutout and really only allow three yards until that last play? Yeah, um, well, one play I got undisciplined, so uh, really gave him a touchdown. Uh, bad eyes, stuff like that, trying to get the play. But other than that, uh, we were tuned in, uh, communicating on, on all levels, and then just playing off each other, uh, having that connection. So, DK versus DK, you were referencing there, right? Kendrick mm -hmm. against Metcalf. Yeah. Take us inside that matchup and, and how you think it went. Um, it went pretty good to me. Um, you know, I got got out of uh, the defense uh, that one play, and he scored. But other than that, uh, I think he had a very frustrating day. Uh, he he wasn't able to get what he wanted. Uh, was you know start calling for the ball a little bit more, and wasn't able to get the ball like he wanted to. So. Thinking we're very good, especially, you know, whole defense moving around. Uh, Kobe coming in, uh, we switching out at base and stuff like that. And then just everybody playing at the same level. We were speculating in the booth, you know, he finally gets away from Jalen Ramsey. And now he's got to hear it from you. Oh, yeah. He finally thought he was getting some relief from the Rams. Nah, he ain't getting away from it. Uh, me, you know, <laughs> me and Fowl was much alike, you know, come going to talk to you, going to let you know about the plays that we make. So, you know, I know he was watching, very proud, you know, yelling at TV for sure. Anything you took away from that year mentoring Jalen? Um, just how to be able to take one week to the next, uh, no matter how you perform. Uh, i seen a couple games where, you know, he got out, you know, he got out of the means of the defense and he was able to bounce back towards the end of the year, you know, with, especially with that last game, closing the season with two two picks, you know, stuff like that. So um, just able to get over get over the hump, uh, no matter what it is. Just like the touchdown, I gave up, came back from it, and you didn't hear nothing else for the rest of the game. So, you know, especially at our position, uh, having, that, having that clear mind, and then just let's go. That being said, you know, Akello gets dumped there at the end of the game, didn't like that, Skaronic. Oh yeah, definitely. with a nice NBA caliber flop too. But like, I was I was impressed with like how everyone says this this Rams team is so inexperienced, so youthful. But you kept your cool while they boiled over. How'd you guys do that? Um, just you no know, stand behind each other and that connection as well. Like when something went bad for us, it wasn't no like blaming each other, blaming you no know, point figures or nothing like that. Being like, oh, we got to get this to we got to get this together. We can play better here. Do this, do that. And then it just showed out on the field when we came back from the sideline. 
Uh, but on their end, they you know make bad plays or get a flag or whatever the case may be. You see a bunch of bad body language, like throwing their head back and stuff like that. Like that's not how you respond, especially with some of your teammates. Some of your teammates not gonna respond in the, in the way that you want them to. They might get mad or and just wild out and you know Quandre Diggs start throwing punches at the end, pushing, doing a little extra, but. You know, we ain't going to get into none of that. We're going to be physical inside the plays, inside the whistle, and play football. I was impressed with how you kept your composure. By the way, I thought the pass interference was Geno's problem, not yours. I thought your timing was good. <laughs> yeah. I thought maybe the throw just a, a touch late. Yeah. And that's what brought the penalty. Uh, concept trigger, uh, something, that I, something that I was watching on film really all week. Um, and I got it, recognized it, and I was gone. So you've played now a bit with Aaron Donald on the field and without Aaron Donald on the field. As mm -hmm. a defensive back, can you feel the difference in the quarterback's clock? Definitely. Uh, it was one <laughs> It was one play, it was like a third down, second or third down play. And also it was in man, it was in the man coverage. And I'm gluing on to the receiver and the ball come out fast. And I go back after the game and I hear Geno like, oh my God. Like, <laughs> and AD, he's wrapping around, coming free down the middle. He's like, oh, my God, get rid of it. Like, I don't want the ball no more. <laughs> and then about through a pick to Russ. But that's just that's just his presence, uh, being on being on the field. Uh, they always wondering where he is at all times, trying to find ways to slow him down from getting out of the backfield. I was fortunate enough to run into Raheem Morris uh, early on today, and I just, I just pulled him aside real quick, said I was going to sit down with you. I wanted to get his perspective, and consistency was the first word that came to mind. Like He's been so proud at how in year one to year two you've built consistency into your yeah. game. What does that mean to you? Like, How would you describe that step that you've taken? Like I, like I said, uh, that one play, that, that's, that's like something that, that hurt me last year a little bit, like trying to jump plays and stuff like that. So uh, just being disciplined, you know, I discipline for the first part because if I'm watching my receiver and stuff like that, most of that not, it's not going to happen. So just just being disciplined in defense and just, just playing, just going to play, free mind. Don't don't try to play what play to play. You play the receiver, you know, let the plays come to you, and then you're going to have your opportunities to make, you know, picks, pass deflection, whatever the case may be. Let me circle back to something you said off the top of the show, which is this kind of no-name roster, right? I mean, mm -hmm. you got the Stars, the Aarons, the Coopers, the Matthews, but everybody else, you know, trying to carve out a name for themselves. Right. You've been battling Puka and Tutu all summer, so the league may not have seen them coming, but I bet you did. Oh, yeah, definitely. What have they shown you over the last few months? Uh, Tutu, I played him, play him in college, so I was really used to him. Uh, he had so many different ways that he can get the ball and – just be an effective way in the game, uh, going deep, you know, jet sweeps, whatever the case may be. But now he's put so much into his bag. He's you know learning learning from Coop. Uh, how can I how can I defeat the defense in this zone and this man coverage? How can I release and stuff like that? Just the little things he's picking up on. And then Puga Puga came in. We call him we call him the leverage killer. The leverage killer. Yeah, he comes in and like probably like the first practice. Uh, eye discipline. This is where it really started coming from, like working on my eye discipline. Uh, he gets up on you, and then he just—it's so subtle, but he—he he gets your leverage every time. Get gets it every time. So a lot of his catches was 
getting up on somebody, beating that leverage, and then just you know just finishing the play. Uh, call him his nickname Puka Doncic. Puka Doncic. Yes, Puka for me, Doncic. he's gonna I surprise. He's gonna surprise the league this year, <laughs> for sure. I love that they loved having Coop there, right? We know Cup's not gonna dress. He's on IR, but it felt like he was like a second position coach mm-hmm. to them, along with Yarbs. Definitely yesterday. is. Uh, you can see that at practice when when he's in, uh, everybody you know they go ask him like, "How can I make this better? How can I make this better? How can I run this? You know, how can I run that?" But you know, he's always going. He's he- he's there to help. No matter no no matter how big it is, no matter how much money he makes, or no you know anything like that, and that's what you need on your team. Puka Doncic. I'm gonna have to give you like <laughs> nicknames for everybody on the roster. Oh, yeah. You just pull it out and you tell me what you call everyone. <laughs> uh, how about Trey Tomlinson? Because it strikes me that like he's in a similar position to where you were probably 12 months ago, right? Yep. Like played at the highest levels of college football, some nice accolades. But now, how does he translate it to Sunday? Yep, very gifted, uh, speed unbelievable you know good hips and then just smart plays football and he's a he's a dog a uh, little pit bull uh he got in and he was he was really ready when kilo you know kilo got out and got knocked out he came in and just went and rode um they gave him a double move one of his first plays in with tyler lockett and he just played calm played his technique and so that 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 one play and his first play being in, it just shows you that he's he's ready uh, playing against one of the you know the top guys that been in, been in this league for a long time. I got a kick out of what Sean McVay said to you guys in the post game locker room. Like, don't change anything mm-hmm. about who you were in preparation for this week one. Now that you've shown what you're capable of, how do the Rams kind of keep that chip on their shoulder? And I turn around and guess who's coming in next? The San Francisco 49ers. That, <laughs> does that help you stay locked in? and not take too much out of a week one victory? Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, last year it didn't go go how we wanted to go. And then one game for me, uh, I was, you know, our first game playing them, I was, I was so close to a pick six. Are and you going Debo on me here? Turned into a touchdown. Okay. So, uh, you know, I feel like they owe. Uh, and then we, we also have, you know, everybody got a chip on the show. They are, you know, their rival, you know, all, all that type of stuff. So, um, and then just being just being the team that everybody doubt, uh, you know, last last uh, DB DB group in the in the league, they say, uh, you know, we're not gonna have a good year. We don't have nobody that you know that really pop out, stand mm-hmm. out to anybody. So uh, we're gonna have that chip on our shoulder all year. That Samuel touchdown that you referenced, I think, at Levi's last year is mm-hmm. is that what they call a welcome to the NFL moment? Like, will that one stick with you? Is uh, kind of. It kind of would stick with me because I knew what was going on, and I think if he would have threw a perfect ball, I was gone. Uh, the ball was a little off, a little behind and high. Debo just went up, grabbed the ball, and then just got loose. So it's a kind of a welcome to the NFL. But if he if he throw a perfect ball, it's over with for him. All right, DK. We wrap up uh, Rams revealed each week with a segment we call Three and Out. Uh, these are off the wall questions. If you answer them correctly, I'll make a donation to the LA Rams Foundation on your behalf, okay? And then we'll get you on your way to prepare for the San Francisco 49ers. Having grown up in South Carolina, as, as you did being around uh, that part of the country, what's going through your mind when you write out your first California earthquake? Uh, I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I was scared as hell. I'm, I just woke up and 
I go to I go to turn TV on, and I'm chilling watching TV, and everything just starts shaking. No earthquake drills in the Carolinas growing up. Nah, different more, kind of natural more, disasters. More there. of a uh, tornado drills and stuff like that. But nah. all right, so that's one. Question number two is: If we had a recording of what you said to Pete Carroll in the fourth quarter yesterday, I can tell from sitting down with you here for twenty minutes. I know the answer to this question. <laughs> How many words would we be able to air on this podcast, DK? Uh, I ain't say too much. I just told him uh, it was scrapped because he told me I ain't do nothing on the play. But you targeted your best receiver on, you know, on the third down. So apparently I did something. <laughs> I just like the way you let your play do the talking. Yes, yesterday. Even though I know you're carrying on Jalen's legacy is having uh, the best trash talking <laughs> secondary. And finally, better college football atmosphere. Death Valley Clemson or Between the Hedges Athens. I'll probably go night game between the hedges. Night game, fourth quarter. All the lights go out. They put the red up in the stadium. Yeah, I'll probably go between the hedges. Night Good game. Call. It's a Georgia-friendly building, so <laughs> probably yeah. smart to go that direction. <laughs> How about when the Eagles come to town? You talk about a Georgia reunion. We'll get to that Ooh. another time. Congratulations on a victory Monday. A nice performance in week one against one of the uh, league's best receiving cores. Another one coming to town at SoFi Stadium. Looking forward to watching you against the 49ers, DK. For Darion Kendrick, I'm JB Long. This has been Rams Review. Thank you.